Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Home sympathy. Arnas, Sayadar, and Sayadin. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. What's up, gods of the Cosmere? This is Steven, your host from Phantology, along with my lifelong friends, Ben and Josh. And if our voices sound a little bit deeper, that's because we are recording in the morning, kind of an irregular schedule for us. But uh, we are here and excited to talk about Mistborn Secret History. Yeah. We have been kind of skipping around a bit. You, you notice we haven't covered all of Era 2, but we just finished Hero of Ages. And we thought, uh, might as well try Mistborn Secret History. And I think that decision really paid off. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, for sure. And this is when I would recommend you read Secret History if you're reading through the Cosmere for the first time. Kind of the gap between Era 1 and Era 2. There's, like, maybe some minor spoilers for Era 2. But, like, I can even pick up on them when I was reading them. And I knew that they were there because they kind of said that they were there at the beginning of the book. Uh Uh-huh. Well, well, the reveal at Band's Morning was pretty epic, you know. And let's say before we go, we're going to do full spoilers through Era 2 Mistborn. I think all of Mistborn Are, books. Okay. You think so? Okay. We I, have to. I mean, Josh was just about to do it, so we have to. Well, <laughs> I was going to keep it vague, but yeah, I think we probably, I mean. This so is let's do this. Not to. Let's do this. Full spoilers for Mistborn, but um, not for the Cosmere, right? So like we might like reference sure. maybe like a okay. magic system on like in stormlight but we won't spoil any plot points on Storm- yep. stormlight sounds good good okay. plan but yeah josh i agree the uh the reveal at the end of bands of morning when kelsier actually shows up that hits different if you've read secret history because you know oh kelsier is alive but when i read bands of morning for the first time obviously secret history hadn't come out yet uh, it came out a little bit afterwards like early 2016 which is actually a long time since last Mistborn book, but uh, that aside, anyway, after finishing Beds of Morning, it's like, oh my gosh, Kelsier is still alive. But if you read Sacred History beforehand, you're like, oh, I know Kelsier's alive. Now here he is. So that's the difference. I, and some would say that's a spoiler. Well, no, okay, that's true. I think the point is though that you're going to get that spoiler at some point. So you can either get it on a book that's focused on him or reading through like Era 2. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I guess if, you're going to get the information. Yeah. If Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's kind of hard to say, like, the spoiler is the main character of the book. I don't know. It, it is hard to know because we, we had gone years between first reading about Kelsier dying, you know, in 2010 or 11, I think is when we decided we read the, you know, we all read the first Mistborn trilogy. Yeah. So we, we had gone for years and years thinking that Kelsier was dead, you know, to then... Yeah getting the reveal so it would be hard to know it, like how that hit versus you're just reading you know if you just started reading Mistborn you read Mistborn 1 to 3 and then you jumped right into Era 2 and like it had been maybe like a year since you read the first book yeah. and then you read Bands of Morning you know what I mean and you had been probably picking up on some of those clues because it was fresher mm-hmm. like when I was going back and reading the the series the second time it was like pretty obvious that Kelsier was still alive you know 
I I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think that whenever we we can talk about this a bit more, but like, I think whenever you're reading through the series for the first time, even on rereads, it's very easy to assume that anything going on in the background is just preservation. Like you don't need to attribute anything to Kelsier. But yeah, I, I do think though that like if you end up and again, this is kind of all irrelevant because if you've made it this far, chances are you've read the whole thing. But like if you are going through um one through three and then read secret history right after that, I do think it's a little bit more fun to have like a look behind the curtain um when you're uh reading um era two, because then you can kind of like relate to uh preservation a bit more, like kind of as he interacts with with characters in era two. And you just can like I don't know. To me, it's it's a peek behind the curtain that makes Era 2 more fun. When you say preservation, you mean harmony. Oh, sorry. Harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a friend right now that's reading Hero of Ages. He's about to finish Hero of Ages. He could be our guinea pig. I'll just tell him, hey, you need to read Secret History now and see what he says. Well, you know, tell him to splice some stuff on the timeline, right? Right. So, right. We, we needed another timeline like where he flip reads. flip a magical yeah, coin or exactly. something. Yeah. Man, if really Ben need... and I were reading yeah. this for the first time, <laughs> then we could have just... <laughs> Really need twins to do it. Yeah, yeah. Twins, twins open up the door for so many types of experiments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's some there's some so, twinism there. Sorry about that. It's okay. I understand a natural experiment when I see one. All right. <laughs> so I haven't actually read Era Two in a long time. I've only I think I've reread a few of the books twice, but like right when they first came out. So I'm I'm interested because I I don't remember how much really secret history would apply to it but you've been rereading it i haven't reread it since i read secret history I guess. Ben, you've reread so all three recently right yeah and that's kind of what i'm saying there's not a ton of interaction with with harmony and and our Kelsier. characters well harmony and kelsier but also like uh-huh. to me i don't know era two like i said just gives you a peek behind the curtain and it's something that is relevant throughout era two at points right especially in Ben's morning. So I don't know. I would, I would say that it makes it, it adds a layer to it. Yeah. I've been rereading as well. I haven't reread bands of morning yet. I just finished shadows of self like last week and harmony definitely, you know, ha- has a moment in shadows of self. That's pretty right there. I don't remember what happens in bands of morning other than the end. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be a fun reread for me. Yeah. So, but very, I mean, that's the thing about secret history is that like, it is so cause like Cosmere aware that like, it's very hard to keep up with everything in that book too. So, Uh and so I'll say secret history just totally throws you into the deep end of the Cosmere Mm -hmm. pool. Right. Uh, When I read it the first time, I probably did not understand what was going on nearly as well as I did now having read all of Stormlight and all of other Sanderson stuff and reread even a few times and, you know, spent all this time on Phantology podcast talking about these things, you know, like, I, I feel like I understand pretty well, not everything, you know, don't ask me the difference between like a splinter of a shard and a, oh, there's another yeah. term as well. You know, I don't even know all the terms, but um, I, you know, I do have a pretty good grasp of the different realms and stuff. So I really enjoyed that aspect of, of secret history and, and getting into um, all of this, you know, th- these characters that you don't see very much, except behind the scenes. Like we get a a pretty good look at Hoyt here, which is is pretty rare in yeah. other books. Um, you get stuff like you learn about the perpendicularities, uh, connection, uh, identity, uh, to mm. ca- capitalized terms, right? Um, I don't know. Alcium is discussed. 
So all of that stuff, like, did you guys enjoy that? Do you think it was too much? I, I do think maybe like the average reader goes through this and is like, okay, I know Kelsier, but like, what was all that? Yeah. So even, so this is my third time reading Secret History and I did it on a reread, like, uh, like after I'd gone through the whole Cosmere and I still didn't really understand like connection and identity. And, and the only reason I understood that better this time is because of one of the secret projects um, kind of delves into that a little bit more. So this is definitely like a first introduction to a lot of these concepts. And an introduction that doesn't really provide too much yeah. explanation still. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's a high learning curve. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. the thing is, and it also doesn't provide that much payoff for like understanding those things, right? Yeah, so. right, right. Other than it's fun to get a peek behind the curtain, which is really what the the payoff for me is in this book is a peek behind the curtain and yeah. something that Sanderson it's something that Sanderson has obviously been really wanting to put out there so I'm, I'm glad he did I I enjoyed the majority of this it. is this is just fodder for questions at like conventions yeah that, that's what this yeah, book for is sure. for sure <laughs> well I okay I'm gonna push back on that a little bit because I okay. don't think it's just fodder for for conventions like we were talking, this This provides a really compelling story arc for Kelsier, which was missing in the original trilogy and looks yeah, like it's going to be important for like the Cosmere going forward. So I, agree. So I think that while like there, there are some things in the, in the Cosmere right now that I think aren't really necessary, like White Sand, for instance, like I don't think you really need to read White Sand to really feel like you know a lot about the Cosmere right but I feel like this is required reading for the Cosmere not only because it gives you that peek behind the curtain but because it provides like really important character development for Kelsier and to a lesser extent like Hoyt and uh and what can like how shard holders can die and stuff you know like that's all pretty essential for the Cosmere movie yeah and we we don't want to do any spoilers we said we weren't going to do any spoilers but Kelsier's character is important and yeah. after one book i felt like i had a pretty limited a pretty limited understanding of who he was as a character he's like kind of this charismatic uh, crew leader leader of these thieves that has some questionable morals and has a haunted past but you know if i was to like sit down and have dinner with him like would i really understand too much of where he's coming from or, or just what his character is like in general, eh, like maybe not, but after reading this one, it has more of an arc to his like personal journey through the afterlife. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I think it was great at helping us understand who he is and going forward. I think that's rereading. This is really going to help me like know what to expect from him. See, I don't know how that true that is for me. Cause I do think that we get more like, more sides of Kelsier, but we still, he definitely still has not completed that journey, right? Like the question that Vin, oh, no. asked, Vin asked him at the end, like, I know that you love, but what was it? Like, I know that you love people, but do you know why you love people or something like that? It's like, did you do this for yourself or did yeah. you do it for us? Yeah. Like, why, why were you really trying to kill the Lord Ruler and take it all down? Was yeah. it because you needed to know if you were betrayed? Was it all about you? Or was it really about saving people? And I think you know the answer is it was really about Kelsier. Like, yeah, he didn't think too long about you're like, oh, Mary's Mary's in the afterlife. I could go into the afterlife and be with her. Like, yeah, he doesn't really 
ever consider doing that. He just stays right away. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that we have a lot of those questions about his character are asked, but not answered. Right. And so I do think that it's cool that we see him begin on this journey, but it was kind of weird for me because you see him begin on, begin on that journey, but then you, the final scene is of him uh, just hanging out with, with spook, just kind of kind of back to his cocky self. Right. So it's a little, I don't know. Uh, definitely well, a journey that's was like started. the classic that's like the classic sanderson end, end credit scene that he likes to throw into his books that's where fair. you know it's the setup for the next thing so here he is with spook giving him the earring and and trying to you know experiment with hemallergy obviously hinting towards like let's see if i can get a body back and it ties back to the question he asked harmony earlier of like can i come back alive and he's like harmony's a terrible liar i can it's just set up yeah that's, I mean, that's fair. So we kind of like think that his character arc should end on these like probing questions and not necessarily on the end credit scene. Yeah, for this book, I would say. Okay. That's true. Yeah. But I agree. His his character arc is obviously going to continue through yeah. future books in the Cosmere. And Sanderson said at the very end, I don't know if you guys um, had this in your version. At the very end, there's like a paragraph of Sanderson talking about it. And he says, I've, I'm concerned that People are going to think I can't kill off any characters. I'm just, I'm kind of paraphrasing. He didn't say exactly this, but he said, I I was never planning on killing Kelsier. I always knew his, his uh, arc was not complete and that he was going to do things in the background. He said he wasn't sure if he was actually going to write this one, but he's, he's glad he did. Yeah. So Kelsier, you know, not just resurrected for fun. He always had a, a role to play, a bigger role to play going forward. Yeah. And he did kind of, he wrote that into the book. So it's not like retconned or anything. So I yeah, do, yeah. I do like that. I think that it was kind of interesting though, because I, I do think that Kelsey had a complete character arc, especially dying as a martyr. And so you're kind of opening that character arc back up in order to like develop it more fully. So that's maybe that's why it was a little bit jolting for me. I can see that. Like he does have a bit of an arc in the first book. It's just, Especially after we see him dying as a martyr with the plan yeah. that the Ska is going to rebel. And you kind of see see that he's willing to sacrifice himself for the cause that he believed in and stuff. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I, I like like I said, I'm not I, I really like the direction that this went. I'm just saying that like it it does kind of change Kelsey's character or uh, yeah, change his character from like this martyr type character that that learned everything he had to learn to kind of like starting over and like reevaluating all of his actions. I mean, I would say it doesn't necessarily change his character. It just gives us a, a bigger understanding than we previously had. Because yeah. we do have a story in, in Mistborn, the final empire, and that's somewhat complete. And now we have a different story, but it's just kind of a, you know, it's, it's a bigger understanding, which I think is great. Like if you're able to do yeah. two different stories and both are, satisfactory and bolter with the same character like that's a pretty good job of storytelling yeah that's fair yeah so one of the things that i really enjoyed that you've hinted at you guys have hinted at is the the tie-ins to the first trilogy i really liked going through this and this is why i i think you said ben it's so awesome to read after the hero of ages is because i actually remember everything that happened in the hero of ages pretty well and so now I can go back and read through this and say, oh, like, that's what that was. Because there actually are a lot of loose ends in the Hero of Ages that, like you said, you mostly kind of just attribute those to preservation or like, you know, ruin behind the scenes or something. 
but aren't fully explained. And now, now that we know it's Kelsier, I think it makes it cool. Like Kelsier actually did a lot. Like he was very integral in saving the world here. Yeah. And one of the things I did not remember is the chase between him and Vin. Did did Uh she just assume she was being chased by Ruin or what was that? Because yeah, I don't think she even really, okay. I might have it wrong, but I don't remember her even really giving a second thought. This was right after Kelsier talks her out of talking to Hoyd, which I thought was funny. Um, and was something I didn't realize that he was the one doing. I thought it was just some premonition that she had, and it was just a way for Sanderson to put Hoyt into the book. But Kelsey was the one who told her not to go, go talk to him. And then he follows her and Vin just thinks, Vin just thinks it's another Mistborn. And I don't remember her ever thinking about it again. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's like a lot of those chases in the books, which are, which kind of get old after a while. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 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 You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I didn't realize it was his idea to stab Ellen, uh, but that really that's something fits I his remember. Character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that was crazy, and and Marsh making that sacrifice was pretty integral to to everything that happened. Yeah. I Also, did not remember that his, you know, that he saw like into Marsh's mind, realized that Marsh could be the key in doing this because because you see what Marsh is trying to do in the hero of ages. And so you think the whole thing was really just like Marsh finding his moment to act, but you don't realize that it was Kelsier who kind of opened that up, who made that yeah. possible. Like you, you do know that Marsh was looking for some way to rebel, but mm. he was, he didn't know exactly how or like the purpose behind it. So I thought yeah. that was pretty cool too. And I'm sure there were more moments as well. Those are the ones that I, those ones that I remember. Were there any other ones that you guys caught on to oh no i those were the ones that okay that come to my mind let us know in the comments yeah, if there are there's... any if there are any other cool ones but yeah it, it's awesome that kelsier did so much to actually you know that his plan actually you know he he was still kind of the crew leader albeit behind the scenes this time <laughs> yeah oh i guess uh spook everything was spook oh yeah yeah, yeah spook, right. spook was a huge one yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And that was all kind of confusing because you never really knew if it was Kelsier or if it was Ruin or if it was Preservation. Like, even uh-huh. reading at, at after having read his Secret History, you know, six years ago or whatever, like it was still kind of confusing to remember what was what. And I, the only thing I remember remembered for sure was that Kelsier is the one that stabbed Ellen and that gave Spook the that helped him be able to get out of the fire and stuff. Yeah. And so everything else was kind of filling in those holes. Another thing that I did kind of like about this book was that it brought in the theme through the first history of like the church of the survivor and like the legitimacy that it had, even though like it was kind of based on a fabrication from Kelsier, it still yeah. was one of those things that had like a lot of truth to it. Like, yeah, Kelsier was still alive. Yeah, he was still got, he was still like influencing things and you know, playing it and kind of essentially did become God for a little bit when he ascended. Yeah. You know, so um, that's, that's cool, Josh. I did not think about that. That's cool. So even though, yeah, even though as the reader, uh, Sanderson wants you to think that churches of the survivor is ridiculous. In fact, behind the scenes is like, uh, this is actually true. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the church of survivor is interesting because you do, I always attribute it to kind of Kelsey's like, pride slash uh like just his plan for this god to rebel and to give them like you know like something to unite behind 
and kind of his just like almost cynicism that like of just like blatantly using religion to this end so it, it does kind of rephrase it um to being like some type of like truth to it even though there was some truth to it when it began i guess uh-huh uh-huh yeah i like it um okay the only other thing that i have down is to talk about the re and that whole like middle section of the book yeah which yeah is a little rough for me I'll be it's honest. because uh, i i mean i thought it was interesting because it's a kelsier book so obviously it needs a heist right like that's always okay. like sanderson's theme with kelsier is that he's like kind of the ocean's 11 like crew leader so right. i did like i kind of like that it was harkening back to the, like the heist mentality um he's like what am i supposed to do when i meet a new group of people i know steal something that's important to them you know and that's kind of like so to me it kind of fit his character but i do agree that was kind of uh kind of boring slash unnecessary and just the IRE were so weird i guess i didn't i didn't understand this it's probably not too hard to figure out because their name is ire uh so they're elantrian uh Mm. but we don't really know much else about them maybe there are some details out there buried in the you know words of brandon but it's just hard for me to have these people be such a huge part of the plot without understanding what their motivations are. Or well, what who are they? The kind of biggest thing that I got out of it was that they were in that same state that Kelsier was in. Like it's been a while since I've read Elantris. Like, I don't even know how long I think, no, I read it after Mistborn, but it's been a while. And so like um, uh-huh. knowing that they're in that state, like between death, but before they kind of go into the afterlife. Right. Isn't that what they said that they were kind of, no, they and, were they were there by choice. I think that it was more like they have figured out a way to get to the cognitive realm. No, but the, well, there there was that group of people, but they also mentioned a group of people that had died. Like they were they were talking about the Elantrians themselves that like died but hadn't come back to life. I don't know. I think or were they only... talking about the 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 Threnody people? Yeah, I think they were talking about oh. Threnody and the the shadows that okay were kind of a threat to that's what i thought because they initially thought that kelsier was a was a threnodite yeah okay then i'm i must be wrong my bad but i mean to be fair josh like i don't understand what's going on here too much either well i think because shadows has like the the cognitive shadows that that are a threat to threnity Uh right and and i think that that did happen because of the death of a god of that planet or something like that oh that sounds right and so it's interesting because the so my biggest issue is that you you feel like these people should be more powerful than they are in the book right because (laughs) they they're like interacting with the cognitive realm in a way that's like very unique and you don't really understand it and they have this like device that suppose that like yeah would let them like basically ascend Right, right right and so like and they're just kind of scared off by Ruin. And they're bested by Kelsier, who doesn't yeah. know. We've we been with Kelsier. We know he doesn't really understand what's going on. Yeah. And so, yeah, Kelsier's able to best them by, like, playing Bump in the Night. You know, it just kind of seemed weird. Like, if these people are, like, aiming for God-tier performance and they're being scared off by some voices in the night, that kind of sure. seems, you know. It's <laughs> a good I point. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> I also thought their little device thing was just kind of like, where did they get this thing from? Yeah. Kind of a MacGuffin. Kind of a MacGuffin. So Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it works and it helps explain how Kelsier was able to actually take up preservation's power. But yeah, yeah. like did it did Sanderson just kind of like invent it in order to make things work? Yeah, and he wouldn't even like who 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 would any of us be to say that like Kelsier couldn't have just taken up the power? You know what I mean? Like I feel like he kind of wrote himself into a corner at the, I don't know, like there's no reason why he wouldn't have been able to take up the power if Sanderson wanted him to without that device. Yeah. He probably, Sanderson probably could have just explained, like I would have bought it. Right. Because yeah, exactly. preser- preservation had like touched him or whatever it was at the beginning in order to help him stay there. So Sanderson yeah. easily could have said like, Oh, because preservation had interacted with him or, or, or he whatever. spent like, so much it, time in the well of Ascension. Or, yeah. Like he, he didn't do him with powers. Therefore he was able to connect to his power enough to take it up. Yeah. yeah, like what's really it, different yeah. between him and Vin when Vin t- takes it up? Yeah, well, the fact that Vin's alive, but yeah, yeah, and 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 the main—I mean, the main thing with Kelsier is he's so much of ruin that it doesn't really make sense for him to hold preservation. Yeah, at, in that way. So. But Vin also like kills a lot of people. So that's true. I mean, it does kill a lot of people, <laughs> and she's being gu- guided by ruin quite a bit, but. Yeah, I don't think that she's quite on Kelsey's level. So one one thing I I did like kind of in the same vein is Kelsey learning how to interact with the cognitive realm. Like we see like hints of soul casting a little bit, and so I uh-huh. do think that that was a cool way to kind of draw some parallels between uh-huh. um, like how the you can like the cognitive realm might look different than Shadesmar, but like you're interacting uh-huh. with it in much the same way. Yeah. I thought, yeah, exactly. It's not the cognitive realm as we know it from all the time we've spent in Shadesmar in Stormlight. But, and I guess we don't, we, we said we weren't going to do spoilers for Stormlight, yeah. but yeah, so let's this not is do the, too many details. But, kind of, yeah. yeah, magic system spoiler. Yeah, yeah, right. Shadesmar is a thing that you may come across in Stormlight. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's different here in Schedule. <laughs> yeah, but it's like same, same, but different. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh you you do kind of see that things are reversed when it comes to land versus sea um you kind of see that like you're able to kind of draw out the the true soul behind an object to make it like do your bidding so right there's that was cool and kelsey you're starting to understand this i mean i think we can assume he's going to get better and better with these yeah. types of powers given a lot of time which he, he has, has a lot now. of yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean we see him become pretty good with them after just like you know a few months or a couple of years or whatever the timeline is you know so mm-hmm. a lot of running as well a lot of running yeah a lot of tom cruise would have been perfect for kelsier in uh secret history make that oh, casting <laughs> tom cruise would be a cool kelsier he has just enough of a crazy look in his eye to to yeah. sell you on on it i could i could see it uh, he's getting a little old, though. I don't know if he comes across as a good Kelsier at the beginning. Uh, uh, Kelsier, he's, he's an older character, you know? He's, he's not in his 50s. Tom Cruise he's is in, in his like 50s. His four, I think he's in like his 40s in the book, though. He's older. Is he? Uh, Tom Cruise looks younger. Okay, it could work. It, it could, I mean, if look, if we were getting Tom Cruise <laughs> for, the, for the Mistborn adaptation, I'm going to take it no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, any uh, any final words on yeah, secret history? I kind of have a worst of the best here. Is oh, okay, that... I wasn't sure if you were gonna. So so one moment here from Ben. 
I don't, I don't have one. I think I already kind of went through the thing, yeah. my pros and cons, but uh, tell us the one thing that you thought could have been better. The worst of the best. With so many exemplary moments in this book, it's almost unfair to nitpick. But that's the segment. It's the pimple on the princess. The stain on the satin. And the terror before the triumph. The unfortunate portion of an otherwise stellar performance. Someone has to point it out. My thing is the amount of times that Kelsier decks people in the book is just kind of ridiculous, right? Like, who does he deck? He decks Hoyd. He well, um, he he tries. I mean, he does punch th- him, but like he he punches, and at least he tries to. Yeah, yeah. And and Hoyd does say it's been a few centuries since anybody got the drop on me. Right. The the interesting thing about that is Hoyd then proceeds to beat the crap out of him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's interesting because Hoyd can't like part of. Part of some reasons that are spoilers uh, means the Hoyt can't actually like attack anyone or hurt anyone that's alive, but he yeah. can with Kelsier because he's dead. So that, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, okay. So, and we see that he's kind of ruthless in that too. I mean, he doesn't like yeah. actually have a desire to cause any yeah. lasting damage, but okay. So he decks Hoyt, he decks preservation, he decks harmony, or sorry, he decks ruin. Um, when he sees him well he tries to the first time ruin dodges and then when ruin when ruin actually dies then he does <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah so he tries to deck ruin as him as like ruin you know yeah so uh-huh. there's just like a lot of decking going on too much, I, I don't too know. much decking too, too much, much decking. decking yeah so sounds like something that's not safe for worth work or something over here <laughs> <laughs> i don't know don't that, think too hard about to it me, that that is like a I could see it in his character, but you got to have a, a somewhat nuanced response sometimes with uh, with these things. So he should have been kicking sometimes, or I don't know, but but it loses his punch, so to speak, after he does it for the fourth time in the book. Bada boom, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I kind of ha- have one as well. Oh, nice. It, it's it's maybe just a little bit of a gripe, but like the whole uh, the whole like card trick. I felt like tried to be a little bit too cinematic when it wasn't like as cool as Sanderson thought it was. I feel like, like when like, he was doing his overture of like ruin, I've tricked you with the, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Like I, I felt like it either needed more setup or like less gloating or something. The, the balance there just felt like a little bit off to me. It was like, mm-hmm. Sanderson was like, Oh, I want to make the big reveal of this one that Kelsey was playing a card trick the whole time. But like, we didn't even know cards were a thing in the Mistborn universe. I don't think like it just kind of felt like out of nowhere a little bit. Mm. Yeah. So, so both of you have minor gripes of moments that were probably really just designed to show Kelsier's character. It, it was maybe, cool maybe a little cheesy. Yeah. It was cool overall, but yeah. like, the punching thing is cool overall, I think too, but it maybe could have just been done a little bit better. Like, I think that's something where if it was an actual novel instead of a novella, like the editing process and revision process might've like, worked both of those things out to be a little bit more balanced yeah like i i definitely think that these interactions are cool and like the spirit of it should remain the same but like like yeah just a a different response would be to be honest i I didn't have a problem with it with the decking i thought it was pretty funny but 
I thought it was great when he first came in and punched him right away. That yeah, was, that was funny. Yeah, See, yeah. I do yeah. like that. I like that as well. But like you know, you got it. Like by the third time, he's doing that. You know, in a yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, Kelsey was just looking for people to hold him back, and no one's around to hold him back. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh wait, didn't he? Didn't he punch? No, he didn't punch Ellen. But he gave him a, a snarky response when he got to the afterlife. Like, yeah, oh. he was. Yeah, he 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 tells him, "Oh, were you were you uh, <laughs> trying to get your suit to look like the like the Lord white Ruler. version of the Lord Rulers?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So Kelsey, I mean, all the things we've talked about have shown our our newfound appreciation or our uh, our additional appreciation for him as a character. Yeah. And as a character, I'm excited to spend more time with eventually. Yes. All right. That's wrap for Secret History because I do not have a worst of the best. Uh, I think I already gave all of my opinions, so I'm I'm out. Sorry. Um, Follow up with us on our review of The Shadows of Self, which is still going to come out in the Bands of Mourning. And then at that point, maybe we do like a... Everything you need to know for... Yeah, yeah, right. Everything you need. And hopefully, hopefully we can uh, find our way into getting an arc for the lost metal. Uh, it's July now. So we're four months away. We should probably start. We're, we're tracking. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's, it's time. It's time to get our arc. I think. Oh yeah. So if you're listening, dragon steel, uh, we, <laughs> we are big fans of the series. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Yep. Yeah.